Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and your Hall of Fame host, Clark Judge. They are who we thought they were. On Yahoo Sports Radio. Talk of Fame Networks brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, log on to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. Within minutes, you can download software that can clean up what may be slowing it down. That's MyCleanPC.com. Our next guest enters his ninth season as general manager of the Atlanta Falcons. And during that time, Thomas Dimitrov has twice been named NFL Executive of the Year, built four playoff teams, and two division champions. After five straight winning seasons and twice going to franchise best 13-3, and it's now in the third year of a rebuilding process that has seen the Falcons climb from 4-12 and to 6-10 and to 8-8 eight and eight last season. So that's a good sign, and so is this. Thomas Dimitrov is with us. Thomas, thanks for joining us. Gentlemen, thanks for having me. Thomas, uh, you know, you had five years as the Patriots Director of College Scouting when you left for Atlanta uh, in 2008, and you landed with a bang. You drafted Matt Ryan. Uh, his first pass for a first 62-yard touchdown. You went to the playoffs. You were executive of the year. Has the job of maintaining a competitive playoff team been more difficult than it at first appeared to be? You know, Ron, it's, it's one of those things that I, I, I realized, having been around the Patriots, how difficult it was to maintain, you know, being successful. And we came in back in, in 08, and there was a lot to do. We really focused on, on being very thoughtful and well thought out in many, many ways of how we approach things. And Mike Smith and I felt made a you know made a good team uh, as far as putting the team together and approaching uh, approaching the the uh, the game the way we thought it needed to be approached. I think we did some really nice things, and I realized over those years, however, it got more and more difficult as the season went on. People got to know your systems more, they got to know your players more, and it took us being that much more creative as we continued to evolve as a team. And Matt Ryan continued to evolve um, all the way up to the you know 2012 when we. Felt like we were 10 yards away from possibly getting into the Super Bowl, and then we got stopped. And at that point, it became even more difficult. Uh, as you know, three years, it's, uh, well, a couple more years. And, and Dan's now on board, Dan Quinn, and I uh, really, really like the direction we're going. Thomas, you had several good drafts when you first got there. Then in 2012, nothing seemed to work out. None of the players you took in that draft are still in the NFL. Did that year make you reevaluate how you approached the draft? Well, as you, as you recall, 12 was when we came off of uh, the, the year after the Julio Jones trade, and, and so we were devoid of a, of a first-round pick in the second round. Uh, and I've been very outspoken about this. You know, we, we, uh, we, you know, we and I ultimately made a mistake on, on drafting you know, our center guard in that, in that round in the second round, and we had some, we had some struggles there. Uh, that happens, I understand it. Ultimately, that is my fault. That's my job to, to do the best I can to pull together the best players, and they didn't work out. I think at that point, we really, really started digging into the idea of making sure that it was really, really important to include uh, the, the coaches, and not only the head coach, but all the coaches in the plan and know the plan, disseminate properly and, and know exactly the nuances of the schemes you're you're going to be using and the type of players you need. And I think Mike Smith and I talked a lot about that after the 2012 season and knowing how important it was. And honestly, you know, Bill Belichick does a fantastic job disseminating that information to his staff and how we used to do it. For some reason, uh, we lost track of that a little bit, I believe, in 2012. We're speaking with Atlanta GM Thomas Dimitrov on the Talk of Aim Network. And Thomas, um, I, I was going to ask you about the 2012 draft and, and in hindsight what you could have done differently. You've told me that and told us that. But what I'm wondering, I guess, is looking at that draft, what impact has it had on the franchise in the years to come? Well, I, I, I think we, we were the type of franchise that we really felt in 2011 
when we decided to, you know, make a monumental trade, you know, for Julio Jones, that we were in a really good developing and evolving spot as an organization. We had a lot of younger guys who were growing, and, and in our minds, we felt like we were going to continue to grow. You know, it, it sets you back a little bit. Uh, I don't want to say one one draft. We, we got some production out of the 2012 draft. We, we obviously don't have them now. So it was one of those things that we really had to be dialed in on on moving forward in the positions that we thought we were drafting in 2012, how we were going to acquire in years to come. But as you know, that's an evolving thing as well. So 2012, it wasn't just like after 2012 they were all gone. We continued to lose a player here and there, and before you know it, they were gone. So in my mind, what I think it allows you to do is, you know, take a really critical look on how we're approaching things uh, things process-wise. And as I mentioned earlier, I think uh, we're, we're on the way to doing what we need to do as far as acquiring talent the way we need to acquire it. But Thomas, Bill Parcells uh, once told me when he first got to the uh, Patriots that he'd never be held hostage again to the center position because uh, his first year he got he didn't have a center, really. This year, your top free agent signing was the three-time Pro Bowl center, Alex Mack, with obvious problems on, on defense and other areas to work on. Why did you feel shoring up that position, the the center position that Parcells thought so much of uh, was essential for you guys. You know, Ron, I think for us, we realized last year was was a difficult year across the board. We started off six and one, and then we plummeted and you know six game slide. And and you know Matt is such Matt Ryan is such a competitive guy, and he takes it on himself to do whatever he can do to pull us out of a hole. And there were a number of occurrences that that we felt uh, that he you know he had to push himself to try to get us back into the game. And, and let's call it the way it is. It doesn't matter how incredibly confident you are, and Matt is a very confident quarterback and a tough, tough guy. When, when things are a little uh, are, are up and down along the offensive front, especially at the center position, um, you know, we thought that it would add to his confidence level to make sure that the ball was coming back where it needed to come back to and make sure that that center position was an anchor spot along the offensive line. We felt with acquiring Andy Levitre in a, in a, in a trade to the left guard spot, we love where, where, where Matthews is as a left tackle, evolving young guy. Uh, we have a right tackle in Schrader, and, and we, you know, we're still looking for that right guard spot. So we felt to have that guy right in the middle of the line, that it was really, really worth, uh, worth uh, Matt having in front of him to help us focus further into uh, you know, the coming seasons. Thomas, the Falcons started the 2015 season 5-0, and but then you, know, you finished up 2-7, and wound up 8-8, eight and eight, second place behind Carolina. Which team are the Falcons more closely to? the one that started last year or the one that finished last year? I, I really do believe the one that started. I, I think we have a, a really interesting uh, nucleus. I really I like uh, the talent. I like, our, I like our speed. I like our athleticism. We are becoming more and more uh, adept as, you know, as the months go on, understanding the systems that have been brought into, into Atlanta. You know, we, we're, a, we're a run and hit 4-3 defense that, that really, you know, obviously Dan Quinn knows inside out, is a very, very strong understanding of what he wants, as I mentioned earlier in the, in the, uh, in the interview, how important that is for me as a general manager and the rest of our personnel department to know exactly what we're looking for in the defense. I think that we have, uh, you know, a fiery, passionate, very, very competitive team. As I watched this year during the spring, I see, I see a, a bonding between these players that were here from last year, the new guys that we brought in. I, I think, again, Dan has a really good understanding of what he wants in the personality element. He and I communicate every day, basically 10 times a day, about everything under the sun. So I think that's really important for us. 
And I really believe there's some really uh, high energy on this team that's going to help us a lot. And I think the extra year under our belt in this system, on the offensive side under Kyle Shanahan, and under this new defense is going to help us uh, a great deal. We're speaking with Atlanta GM Thomas Dimitrov on the Talk of Fame Network. And Thomas, this is where I get to ask the hardball question. So the media down there thinks uh, apparently you're on the hot seat this season. So I'll ask you, um, do you feel the pressure? And if you do, uh, how does that perception affect how you approach your job? Well, you know, like I've said this before, I'm, I am I understand what this job is. I mean, I signed up for it for nine years now, and, and I talked about this. This is amazing to be one of the, the, the more tenured GMs uh, at 49 in this league, and it's, it's amazing to be around some, some great GMs, and I've learned a lot from them over the years and have bent their ears on a number of things. And this is one of the things that, you know, we obviously discuss. I mean, that's part of my job. I know that I have ultimate responsibilities uh, you know, to be a very big, important part of, of co-building with the head coach. Of course I'm on the hot seat. Every year I'm on the hot seat. I believe that 100%. I believe anyone who doesn't think they are uh, has maybe just won a Super Bowl. But I think most of us know that this is, uh, you know, it's, it's a very urgent league now. And I think you can talk to, you know, some of my contemporaries in the league as, as younger general managers as they're coming through. And I, they realize when they step in the, uh, through, the, through the doorway that, this is about now. This is about acquiring and, and uh, you know, uh, capitalizing on victories now. If not, they may not be around for three years. So I understand it. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a very good football base in Atlanta. They're smart football people, and they have high expectations. And, and my job is to provide them with, with a winner. Well, Thomas, I want to thank you for your time. Our job is to go to the next commercial. Best of luck with the coming <laughs> year, and thanks again. You're very welcome, Jim. Thanks. Thanks, thanks Thomas. Take care. That was Atlanta General Manager Thomas. Don't call me Tom. Dimitrov. Up next, Ron likes what he's hearing out of Seattle, and he'll tell you why. This is the Talk of Fame Network.